back to the Seriously Don't Do That podcast. I'm Dan Griffith, president of Grown With Dan. And today's Don't Do That, or what we call a DDT, is Don't Cold Call or Email. Today's mug is actually um, a mug that one of my friends sent me from the Woodlands Camp down in Georgia. We will provide a link to that. Certainly uh, take a look at that, and um, if you find it in your heart, uh, give them a contribution. Good evening, David. Good evening. So, I have a question. Isn't cold calling the easiest way for me to reach my potential customer? In a word, no. So, I would ask you, David, when was the last time that you bought something from somebody who called you on the phone? Never. Exactly. And I think most of us would probably identify that, whether we're in business-to-consumer, B2C sales, or B2B sales. Really, the way customers buy and the way customers communicate have changed. This was made evident to me a couple of years ago when I was reaching out to a friend of mine that was a CIO at about a hundred and probably close to a billion, actually, billion-dollar company uh, based in Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, I knew him very well, knew his email, phone, and I started by emailing him and sent him an email about two weeks out, uh, asking him to uh, join me for lunch when I was down there. Uh, didn't hear anything back, which I thought was weird. So I called him and left a message on his office phone. Uh, didn't hear anything back. And about three days before, I was a little worried that he might be sick or maybe he was no longer working there. And I um, reached out to him on LinkedIn and he responded right away. And I thought that was kind of weird um, and unique. Here, this guy is the CIO of a very large company, an executive, and he responded to LinkedIn. So when I went to visit him that day, I got off the elevator and he walked me over to the assistant, the executive assistant they had for their CIO, uh, CEO, um, all of their executives, and said, show Dan uh, what you do with voicemails. So I thought, well, maybe she just erases him. She said, oh, well, all of the numbers here in the executive office go to one voicemail. Oh, okay, so then you just check them there. She said, no, I do it about once a month. I said, okay. So that's cold call. I said, do you ever pick up the phone? She said, no, we always let it go to voicemail. I said, well, what about email? And so my friend looked at the assistant and said, um, when was the last time I looked at any email that didn't come, come from inside the company? And she said, probably three or four months. What this taught me is that, we, as we know, executives are very busy people. But we got to be creative in the way we reach out. We got to be relevant. We got to use the way they communicate. I would say in my career, particularly in the last four or five years, most of my relationships with executives were via text. So, how do I reach my potential customer then? Well, the world has changed, right? I mean, back um, years ago, people would sell door to door. Obviously, today we would never think of doing that. Um, today's world, many times we're trying to attract our customer in to look at whatever our offering might be. And they do a lot of research prior to even interacting. I'd point out how you purchase on Amazon. Normally get on there, you look at the number of stars, you read the things and you buy it. 
without ever interacting with somebody. It could be a $5 object for your house, or it could be a $500 object. So people buy now in, in different ways. I like the strategy of driving customers to and through your website and interacting with them at that time. Um, that's why I think chat is critical for businesses um, on websites. But to answer your question, how do we reach them? We really need to ask them, how do they communicate? Um, that's uh, significantly important. And then ask your customers that buy how they found you. So is there a difference between ongoing communication and that initial communication? Very definitely. Um, once you interact with a customer initially, I always ask and I encourage the companies that I consult with that they ask, what's the best way to communicate with you? You may be surprised. Um, I I found it very interesting in the last couple of years, the amount of executives that communicate via text. Um, some will use an, an app like WhatsApp. Some will use some type of a messaging service like Slack. Some say to reach out during to, to, through LinkedIn. I even had one to say, yeah, use Facebook Messenger. So re, the initial contact, you know, is normally we're in, intruding into their world and we're trying to attract them to have a conversation. But after that, we should really ask them the best way to communicate with them. Well, I guess that's all for tonight. We talked a little bit about why you shouldn't cold call. Probably another session would be why you shouldn't cold email. Um, in my world, I say you should never send a cold uh, email or call with all the information we have today. But that's probably another podcast. So until next time, be well and grow. Next week, we're going to take on one of the great adages of sales. And that is that the customer is always right. So we're saying don't fall prey to the fact that the customer is always right. The customer is not always right.